How was it going? Yeah. Up and down, up and down. As life should be. As is life, yes. <laughs> As is life, yeah. So the last time I was chatting to you, uh, Archie, yeah. So how's yeah. all? Weird. Mm. Um, yeah, really, it's just weird. It's just really weird not having him here. My brain still doesn't really understand that he's not coming back. Mm. Um, so there's been a lot of conversations like, no, he's not coming back. Um, uh, yeah. I still haven't got him back yet because it took a long time to get his cremation sorted and everything. Um, so he should be home this week, hopefully. And I'm hoping that will be a bit of closure for me to have him back. Um, but yeah, very strange. It's just not having his presence. Um, and yeah, being very lonely, really. Um, and sort of working out, you know, how to manage the loneliness and what I want out of life. And yeah, it's, it's like a whole new chapter of my life. Um, that I'm sort of beginning to read right now. So yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I, I like when life it, it when something, and I mean this literally, when something is taken away, the brain is trying to try and adapt to that, isn't it? Really, like because mm. you are occupied. Mm, yeah, you are occupied. Yeah. That's what um, dogs will do. They'll occupy your time. And it's trying to fill in that time. Yeah. Is, is the issue, you know. But you're reading. What are you reading? Um books about um dogs. <laughs> right. I'm trying, I'm I'm sort of um I've sort of decided I'm gonna sort of, you know, put a lot of my effort into my business. Um, because now I kind of have the opportunity to do that. So I just want to brush up really on my skills and everything and learn new things because um, there's always new things to learn. So I've been doing a lot of that. Um, been sort of like doing more behavior side of things, uh, getting new customers and stuff like that. So it's been good. I mean, I, I get my doggy fix because I work with dogs. So, yeah. you know, at least I do get that. I mean, I went out for a long walk with my friend today with her dog. So it's good that I'm still getting those interactions. Yeah, um yeah. and yeah just sort of like occupying my mind learning you know brushing up on what I know learning new things sort of seeing ways that I can sort of adapt my business make it better whether it's actually what I want to do or whether I would want to do something else in the animal world so it's sort of like it has brought up a lot of sort of like questions um you know I love what I do but financially, it's very difficult when you run your own business. And, you know, I mean, financially, I'm struggling anyway. Um, and COVID has just messed everything up for a lot of people who are self-employed. Um, so I was sort of thinking, oh, you know, and I have other skills, you know, I have the veterinary side background. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe I should go back into the veterinary side of things. So, yeah, lots of sort of change and transition really going on at the moment. Yeah. yeah. It's good. Have you <clears throat> the big question? Have you hurt yourself? I haven't hurt myself for two weeks. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And my uh, arm has healed enough for me to get the tattoo, which I am actually getting tomorrow. So yeah, um, so that's my reward. 
yeah, or yeah. not hurting myself. Um, it's not, it's been a very bumpy ride, I have to say. Um, and I've met some people on the way that probably I sh- shouldn't have let in my life. Um, but it's, you know, it's, I just have to look at it as this is just, you know, what happens, you know, you meet these people, they're in your life briefly, they're out of your life. Things have to happen for a reason. That's sort of just where I'm seeing yeah, it at the yeah. moment. It's the only way I can, because otherwise it just gets too wrapped up in in my own head and everything. So, but yeah, like the dating scene has been a bit mental, <laughs> as it always is. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, Because of losing Archie, I was feeling very lonely. So I kind of was like looking for that kind of typical, I need attention. Yeah. Um, but I was aware of me doing it this time. So... It's kind of on my terms, I suppose. Um, but it's still, you know, unhealthy habits we're sort of developing with that. Because although I haven't hurt myself two weeks, um, other habits have sort of been taking over a little bit. So drinking and smoking have been more. Right. Um, but I'm not, I don't have an addictive kind of personality. So I don't, I can, like when I'm on my own, don't do it. Okay. But yeah. it's when I'm with people. Um bit of a people pleaser I think so yeah so they've sort of like been the sort of coping mechanisms for hurting myself um uh, yeah and sort of smoked a bit of weeds as well which was interesting <laughs> to say the least I haven't smoked weed never... years. right okay years um it didn't really affect me to be honest no no No, my friend was like why are you not stoned I was like I probably am but there's so much going on in my brain right now that it's not even touching it right um which was crazy you know I felt more relaxed and everything but I was really sort of like I was expecting maybe Derek to quieten down or I don't know really but it really all I got was really hungry uh, <laughs> I so I was really surprised yeah. um, at my reaction to it. I was like, "Oh, right. Well, it's not really doing a lot." Okay, um, but it's not. You know, I'm not going to make a habit of it at all. Um, I actually want to sort of get healthy, get back at getting healthy because I have lost more weight, and everyone keeps commenting on how much weight I've lost. Um, so I've sort of set myself a goal. Most people do it in January, but I'm going to do it in February. So I'm going to sort of get back on the healthy train if I can um, and sort of get fitter and everything again. So because, you know, I do I, I am a sporty person and I'm missing my sport quite a lot. So but I can't I just can't physically do it at the moment. Too tired. But yeah. So. Yeah, it's been up and down. It's been, you know, I've had good, good times, bad times. Disassociating has been pretty bad. Um why is that? Why are you disassociating? I think I'm just getting really overwhelmed by things yeah. again. Um, uh, so obviously the one where I went, like fell down the stairs or whatever, downstairs, don't remember. Mm. Uh, Monday morning, I woke up with cuts all over my hands, like paper cut type cuts. Right. And was like, what? And again, I don't remember. I do not remember doing it. Um I must have done. It was blood all over the carpet, so I must have done something and with something. Were you, were you intoxicated or? No, I wasn't. No, 
because it was a Sunday. Yeah, it must have been Sunday night because when I wake up on Monday, my hands were really sore. Like, you know, when they get mm. sore from like being cold and cracked. And I thought it was just that. So I got up normally and then went to the bathroom and like, like sort of like in a tired state, looked at my hands and I had cuts all over them. And nice. I was like, hmm, okay, that's really strange. Um, and there was blood on the carpet, but I couldn't find any sort of like implement that I would have done it with. So I have no idea. Um, absolutely none. And that's, you know, and I sort of, that scares me a lot. Um, I know why I disassociated that time because the guy that was meant to be going to France is no longer, he's not going to France now. Okay. Um, and he, it was all going quite well until he kind of went a bit mental. Um, and actually start, he, he, he self-harmed in front of me. Um, um where did he self-harm? He cut himself with a knife. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like, right, this is what I hear yeah. about stories. Everybody gives you the fucking end bit. My dad. Why? Hit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is the context? Yeah. Well, I, the only context I can give is that he got really drunk. Okay. And then everything was fine. And then he changed. Now, I suspect he has BPD anyway. Yeah. And he just, his mood just changed completely from sort of like, you know, happy-go-lucky to everything's terrible. I'm homeless. I have no job, blah, blah. Hmm. So I was trying to sort of rationalise it for him because I wasn't drinking. Um, and then he was like, no, I'm going, I'm going. I can't be around you. You're too crazy. I can't be around you. He was doing a lot of sort of like emphasising about me. Hmm. Um, but I hadn't done anything around him. He, he knows about my mental health, but I, ha I didn't do anything to suggest anything. Right. Um, and then he went downstairs and sort of like was packing this bag. I was like, I'm going. I was like, I can't let you go. You don't know. You don't know where you are. You have no transport. You're really drunk. I'm not letting you leave. Just safety sake. Yeah. So then he grabbed a knife and just started like slashing his arm. Um, and slashing it so much that it it needed stitches um, and then held it to me and said, this is what you've made me do. Um, now, I wasn't shocked because I self-harm. Mm. So if he was going for a sort of shocking factor, it didn't work. I was just like, oh, it's your arm. You can do what you want with it. Um, just clear your mess up afterwards, you know. Um, and... And he was, and then he got a bit physical where he was like pushing my forehead with his palm. I think he was trying to get a reaction out of me because he kept emphasizing like how crazy I was. And I think he wanted to see the crazy. Right. Um, and I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not engaging in this. But I found the whole situation very, very stressful. I ended up having to drive him around in the car at like two in the morning, like to calm him down. <laughs> like a child that won't sleep um because I wanted to just get him out of the house away from the alcohol and like in the cold air because it was really cold that night it was like minus five or something yeah. so just drove him around for like an hour bearing in mind I'm really emotionally tired at this point 
and just and it did calm him down in the end and he calmed down enough and I was like well I'm not you know you have to stay at mine tonight because I'm not letting you go anywhere you'll hurt yourself or you'll get run over or something will happen to you so I sort of set him up on the sofa and everything and then I went to bed and I just couldn't sleep I was just like lying there like you know and I didn't you know I could he was like, oh, you know, where's the knives? Where's the knives? And I was like, the knives are where they were. I'm not going to hide them from you. It's, you know, at the end of the day, it's your body. You can do what you want to it, but I'm not being dragged into it. It's not mm. because of me. There's other stuff. And there is other stuff going on. He's lost his, you know, he lost his mum like four or five weeks ago. Job, oh. this, that and the other. So there's a lot going on. Um, and then the next day he he did apologize in the morning and everything but I then woke up with all these cuts on my my hands so I think what happened was I just got really really stressed and I asked him like you know did you did you see me disassociate and he said that at one point he came in to see if I was okay because I was waffling to myself and I was like in the fetal position on my bed shaking um and I was like shouting at Derek apparently but he just left me. He was like, I just left you because you weren't there. Right. Um, so I think at some point I'd done something to myself because the blood on the carpet wasn't his. It was definitely mine because um, it was in the bedroom. Um, yeah. So that was um, a really mental evening. I ended up dropping him off the next day and I haven't heard from him since um which i think is a good thing <laughs> oh, i don't disagree yeah. um yeah like do you need that in your life no yeah i know, <laughs> you know what I mean? I sort of dropped, yeah it was like oh uh, why yeah like um, why universe why <laughs> why well the universe is good for it's good for doing what it does, but the why part I don't know. I mean, yeah, um, yeah, that's a lot, isn't it? Like you don't know yeah. each other enough. I mean, no. putting his fucking arm, yeah, and like my head is telling me, should I slip my wrist? But I mean, um, two thousand and nine, I was going out with Emma since two thousand and one, you know, so um. Eight years in, yeah, um, plenty of foundation there, like you know, and built yeah. a house and all that sort of jazz. It's, you know, I'm sure if I fucking done that about a week or two into it, she'd be like, "Fuck this shit, I'm not yeah. with this fella," and she'd be dead right. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a bit. Well, I felt like he was just trying to push my buttons. That's really how I felt it. I didn't really <laughs> believe it. I didn't believe that he was self harming because of the reasons like most people self-harm I, I genuinely felt like he was doing it just to push me and okay. see how far I go and I think because I clocked on to that that's how I managed to manage it reasonably well I didn't yeah. lose my temper or anything I just basically treated him like a child because he was acting like one um and then like when he we got back after driving he'd calm down I was like you've got to let me sort your arm out because you're gonna have to go and get stitches tomorrow so let me clean it and bandage it and everything he's like no no and I'm like no let me do it because at the end of the day I don't want you getting an infection and everything for you know your silly behavior but yeah I'd only known him like two and a bit weeks um and I knew that he had the checkered past like I knew he had his own baggage um 
and I do think he definitely he he it was a little bit like looking in a mirror because I was going like I recognize these signs I recognize this kind of like switch of behavior Mm. um and then one minute he'd be angry then he'd be crying and I was thinking "Mm, I see this in myself and I'm maybe that's how I managed to handle it a bit better because most people would have just kicked him out or called the police or something I was like I can't do that you know I can't he doesn't know where he is he's it was it was totally fueled by alcohol the whole incident but you know it yeah like you say I don't know why he he wasn't you know he came into my life but it was a very stressful time and then it knocked me for six for about a week because you know I mean yeah so that happened Monday so I'm only sort of just now starting to feel normal again And I then had a bit of a meltdown myself, which resulted in me ending up back under the um, crisis team because then I lost the plot eventually because it it was just so draining for me. Um, So I just, uh, oh, I just went a bit, I just lost my head at myself and I got myself in one of, I haven't had a cycle like, stuck in my bathroom for months and it happened I was I ended up in that horrible and I would I refused to hurt myself and Derek was really pushy um I was feeling really suicidal as well like I just didn't want to be here and I haven't felt like that for a really long time and I yeah and I ended up sort of like because I wouldn't hurt myself I, you know, had the visceral reactions instead. So I had a really bad headache, like migraine, vomited, just generally was really tired, sh- a shake, a shaking. Mm. Um, medication wasn't sort of like cutting it, wasn't taking the edge off of it. And eventually, like the next morning, I called Crisis, who were like, huh, what do you want? We hadn't heard from you for a while. Yeah. Um, and I told them sort of what had happened and everything. And like, you know, I really don't want to self harm. I'm, done so well and this that, and the other and luckily whoever I spoke to was actually really understanding and um I went in for a what a face-to-face session on Friday and they've actually appointed me like my own mental health care worker now um that's gonna come and visit me like Monday Wednesdays and Fridays and sort of spend time with me in the evenings when I'm bad I think to assess me you know to actually see it happen because they've they don't they just get my story but I said to him, I was like, I really don't trust myself when I'm on my own. I just don't. You know, when I disassociate, would I can't you, control. Would you put that down to boredom? I think a lot of it is boredom. I think a lot of it is tiredness because I'm still not sleeping properly. And I yeah. said that to them. I was like, I just don't sleep. Like since Christmas Eve, since the whole Archie, you know, the whole week of Archie, I, I just haven't slept properly um so I said I think a lot of it is to do with that Mm. um I think a lot of it is to do with transitioning lots of transitioning going on at the moment there is quite a lot of stress even just with the transitioning Mm. um also boredom so that's why I've sort of started you know reading and researching and stuff again just to give my brain something to to do of an evening um not like the loneliness as well I think that's got a lot to do with it I get in my own head too much I mean it's frustrating because because it's winter like I'd go if an evening I'd probably in the summer I'd go for a walk you know but it's dark and I live in the middle of nowhere so 
and I, you know they said oh why don't you sort of go and do some group you know find a group a social group like I don't know like a painting group or something I was like my social anxiety is just too high at the moment because recently I've met a lot of people that haven't been good for me so Derek is on like full red alert at the moment um so he's not sort of like letting anyone in our life at the moment because he's just it stressed him out as well um so yeah so I've got sort of like this buddy as they call it um and you know I I was I you know I was like yeah I think it's a good idea because at least then they can see what happens to me in an evening Mm. um and actually witness like the disassociation it's just that's the bit I'm scared about is because I don't know I don't remember when it happens and yeah I could end up getting myself in trouble I mean I have to lock myself in the house now and actually put the keys somewhere where you know I have to write down where I've put the keys so I remember where I've put them in the morning but I don't I I'm worried that I would just go out um when you're disassociating though is there like you know obviously there's a huge amount of stress there which Mm. to witness somebody cutting themselves is not uh no yeah it's not very psychopathic um huge amount of stress like that you know to be able to witness that and it of course is going to throw you yeah it is unfortunate like you're just meeting people that are um mentally ill yeah and when you're in a bad state, the last people, in my opinion, you need to be around are people that are more yeah. mentally ill because, well, I don't mean more men. I mean, people that are, if they're not stable, that they're going to actually yeah. drag you down with them. Yeah. And you just go into this mental vortex, you know. That's that's the last thing anyone needs, you know, that type of way. So, yeah, I think you're having a, you're having a really, call a spade a spade, a shitty time of it. Um. You know what I mean? It's a shitty mm. time. It's, it's from the breakup to poor relationships to uh, your man fucking putting his hand up your skirt, <laughs> Archie dying. You know, to to this this yeah. now cutting his. There doesn't seem to be any break in here for you. Yeah. You know that type of way. And I feel like I'm sort of turning a corner or getting a bit of a break from it, and then something happens like. I wouldn't have expected this guy to have done this because up until that point, we were getting on really well. Why are you all to say God is a cunt? (laughs) You know what I mean? I know there's probably people religious, but it's a joke in its own way. I don't believe in God. But like if there was a God and yeah, the universe. I'm going to sneeze. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, you know, you're just give us a little break there, God. Um, yeah, yeah. Coop here. Yeah. <laughs> no, it does feel like that, you know. And I, yeah, it. Uh, and then every time I sort of think, oh, you know, I'm just, everything's settling down, <laughs> something else happens, and then it just makes me way more anxious to do anything because it's like, well, every time I step out, something happens. So I kind of got to this point now where I'm sort of like a bit like, oh, I don't. I don't know whether I want to like meet new people. I don't know whether I should take a break from that. But then I get quite lonely, and I, you know, I'm trying to stem the loneliness and the boredom, and I'm leaning on my friends quite a lot, and they've been very good, I have to say. Yeah. But still, you know, like that whole burden, sort of feeling a burden, so don't want to lean on them too much, um, and just yeah, not 
it not getting in my own head. I mean, that's why I had the meltdown, like because I just got. I was just like, why? You know, I was just questioning everything again. It's like, why? Mm. Why do I have to go through all of this? Like, like you say, if there was a God, why? Um, but then you know, you can't find the answers to everything. So yeah, you just got to ride it. And, yeah. you know, hope you come out the other side reasonably unscathed. And that's, you know, what I'm hoping to do now. I mean, I I haven't heard from this guy since, so I'm hoping that's that. Um, and if he does contact me, I'm just going to tell him straight and say, you are not good for me. Yeah. Um, but I, mean, I just don't seem to meet anyone neurotypical. I mean, I don't know whether it's because sort of like a sort of trauma bonding, as they call it. I don't know. Or maybe I'm just not in the right mindset yet. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think the mindset is a big it's a big thing because um oh, I'm dying to sneeze but I won't sneeze. Um, <laughs> I think it is. I like it's like when I met Emma um previous girlfriends I had I I had kind of me but I was a prick. Mm. I'm still a bit of a prick but not as much. Um I always gave, gave, gave. Mm. I'll tell you. I'll tell you quickly because there's a point. I'm not just trying to tell you my story. So when I was going out with girls, I used to give, 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 give. Right. And I loved giving. Yeah. But then I wouldn't get much in return. And that hurt yeah. me. And then yeah. I'd be a fucking lunatic because I wanted something in return. Yeah. And I was given to receive. I was, right. But I was letting on I wasn't. Mm, yeah. And then, and then the universe was doing its own thing going, ha you're giving, 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 and you're expecting to receive. And then when they didn't reciprocate, I'd be a lunatic. When I met, when my, my previous girlfriend I broke up with, and I was a prick to her, if I'm being honest. But either way, when we broke up, I said, that's it, I'm done. The fucking next girl I meet, I am never pleasing them. Yeah. If they like me for me, great. If they don't like me for me, great. But I'm not not budging. I'm not going to turn the earth upside down. Just please love me because I wanted someone to love me. And I ended up marrying her. And we (laughs) So like when I was initially trying not to be a prick, I was always a prick. When I decided to be a prick, well, not a prick, but I just was me. In other words, what you see is what you get. I ended up marrying her. And maybe, and this is a maybe, maybe when you change your attitude, Mm. you know, if you feel like, like one of my favorite jokes, it's a joke, but it's not a joke. It's a joke because I want it to be a joke, but really (laughs) there's a meaning behind it is, how do I always end up with all the pricks? It's because you feel shitty about yourself and you're asking them, hey, listen, I feel really shitty about myself. Any chance you could abuse me because then we'll be all singing off the one page where I'm going, oh, my God. I always end up finding the pricks. But I think you find people that match how you feel about yourself. Mm. I think people. I think people go like. One of the biggest things I've learned in life is this. If you don't, if you feel like shit about yourself, expect others to treat you like shit. 
Yeah. Yeah, and we all know that I don't like myself. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and that's that is a conclusion I've come to is I need to learn to be compassionate, like find my compassionate self and be compassionate towards myself because otherwise I am just going to keep attracting nutters and you know I'm the same I I give I give 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 and then don't get anything in return you do know me and like we're nutters (laughs) yeah (laughs) different type of nutters um I thought that was hilarious nutters like this is (laughs) I know I am also a nutter yeah yeah I know what you mean, a different kind. Yeah, I'd rather not have two nutters Mm. um, to deal with. One's fine. Yeah. um, That's why I'm... (laughs) But I'm the same. I give. I like, you know, I I like to give. But I'm the same in the sense that I don't show that I want something in return and then I don't get anything in return and I get a bit stroppy. Mm. And they're kind of like, they're confused by it because they don't understand, you know... Did you bring uh, I'm being no, I'm really nice. I'm really nice. Yeah. This, this is for you. This is for you. And deep down you're going, like, I'll be honest. I want one percent. I want fucking one percent. I'll do ninety-nine percent. I want one, <laughs> and you will fucking acknowledge that one percent. <laughs> yeah, like you know, a couple of years ago, I said it to Emma, um, you didn't even fucking buy me a bar of chocolate when you were in town, and she didn't. And I <laughs> I will say it. I go, like, just fucking buy me a bar of chocolate and think, let me know yeah. you're thinking of me. And, we, you know, we had a bit of a row over that. Like, Jesus Christ, she says. I says, no, no, just, you know, but I do. I learned my lessons. Yeah. From the previous girlfriends to actually go, this is oh, what I want you to do. Yeah. Yeah. She, I'll tell you one thing. I'm 20 years with Emma. Do you know what I love most in the whole world? In the whole world. My head rubbed. Do you know what you okay. Right? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Never once has she done it. Not once. Right? Um, and she never will. Do you know what I learned about having parents that kind of abuse you? Is parents that abuse you can teach you that you feel like shit about yourself. But the most important thing about parents is this. They can teach you something. Right? Yeah. So I'm teaching my children how to rub my head. (laughs) 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 Perfect. (laughs) I figured out. I was looking at one day going, like you believe the shit your parents tell you, even if it's negative. Yeah. I could teach my children how to rub my fucking head. Do you know what actually, do you know what the long and the short of it all ended up? I ended up scratching their backs because I was trying to teach them how to rub my head. Yeah. And they loved their, I was showing them how to scratch their back. And as I said, that hand. Yeah. Perfect. And um, now they want their backs scratched all the time. But I am getting them to rub my head. One of my daughters. (laughs) (laughs) daughters Rub my head, which is a bonus. So, yeah, yeah, you kind of have to you have to ask the the point I make with all this is you need to ask. Or you need to be clear on what you yeah. want. You have to. Be yeah. Clear, you know. Yeah. Which I'm rubbish at. So I'm learning that. I mean, yeah. I, 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 you know, I always used to say, like, 
I don't ask for much. I don't ask for much. Yeah. I don't feel like I'm asking for much, but you know, where is it? I'm not getting it, you know, and I really did that with my ex. I mean, I spent 18 years like basically just doing whatever he wanted and getting really not a lot in return. Um, and then Q yeah. explosion, you know. Being like a fucking yeah. lunatic because of it. Like, yeah, that's yeah. my point is like, if you take down the veil and go, this is what I want. Yeah. This is what I expect. I know you can't do that two minutes into a relationship. But <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, I can only speak of myself. It works a treat for me. I literally yeah. say, this is what I want. This is yeah. what I expect. If it's, and sometimes it's not in people. It's not naturally in their nature or whatever. But, you know, now, as I said, my head has never been rubbed. That's just not, <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> I've accepted it. Um, fucking kids will rub my head. Um, but I do. I'm very open and I'm very open and honest in what I want in my relationship with Emma, and it does work. I have to be honest; it does work because, um, just one. Can you? I'm gonna have to pause this for a sec because, as you know, my mother's sick and my sister's ringing me twice. Can I just pause yeah, this? For a sec? Okay, for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, you know, yeah, my mother's sick, so you know, um, I've the phone yeah. to me, and I'm just like, it's after ringing twice, so I had to, I had to answer. It's not important, so we will continue. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, you do. You have to, um, you have to ask. You yeah, have to, you have to. If you don't, I think. Look, I know me. I get upset. It turns out you get upset. Yeah, BPD. Let's make an assumption that many, many people with BPD just be open and honest. Yeah, no, and, and I know some people like to, some people like to set a couple of breadcrumbs in the hope that the other person will pick up on it. <laughs> and when they don't, it's World War Three, <laughs> or even better, it's the coronavirus. <laughs> I thought that, was, <laughs> no, that was the best war we ever did. Um, you know, yeah, one bullet, bang, 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 bang. Um, but yeah, like be honest, yeah. And I think that is for me, it works definitely. For me, it works, you know. Yeah, and I've sort of taken the view that I, I'm just, I'm now just going to take a break from dating. Mm. Um, kind of just said like, right, I can't. I'm, I'm grieving. There's a lot of change going on in my life. I need to do some work on me. And I really do need to do the work on me because if I can't learn to sort of like myself a bit more, then I'm not going to attract the right type of people anyway. So I just sort of said, right, I'll just stop. Um, just give it a break, see what happens. And you, you never know, someone might come along in that point whilst I'm sort of, whilst I've not, because I'm kind of actively seeking it at the moment. Yeah. Um, more for, you know, I'm just looking for a companion, really. Um, my ex said to me the other day, it's like, you don't need a boyfriend, you need a companion. Um, and I was like, well, I do find that quite funny for you saying that because you started dating someone two weeks into us breaking up, but, you know, whatever. Um, and he said that he thinks, he really thinks I need another dog. And I was like, no, not yet. It's not time yet. Um, I was like, I'm, this, it's time for me to do me things, mm. do me stuff work on me um and then I'll get a dog in due course and actually you know 
I miss Archie so much, but I don't miss the tie that a dog brings. Um, yeah, having the freedom, you know, to just do stuff when I want to is definitely, you know, when my friends is like, you know, at nine o'clock at night, oh, do you want to meet up for, you know, a quick cup of tea or a chat or whatever, beings, because all my friends have got babies. I'm like, yeah, I can now. I don't have to think about another being to do that. Um, so I'm sort of putting myself first a bit more now, um, which is very weird and I don't really like it, but it's something I'm going to have to get used to. Maybe that's also it. Just, just reaching out. So like, you know, going to my parents more and just sitting there and just being within a, you know, a house that's got sort of life in it. Mm. Because sometimes this place where I am can feel a bit lifeless because it's just me. Um, and just, you know, yeah, my mum, you know, we had an argument on Friday about the tumble dryer and laundry and my threshold with her is quite low at the moment. So I was a bit, you know, not very, and I had my crisis meeting and I was, Friday was a bad day. It was one of those days where everything just went wrong. Um, and you kind of just go, oh, okay, right. What next? Um, yeah, so my, my, I take my laundry, my bedding and my towels to my mum's because I don't have a tumble dryer and it's just not the weather. <laughs> you just yeah. can't dry stuff. She complained saying her tumble dryer, bill, like her electric bill will be really high because of my washing. That, uh, yeah. It's, it's, Which it's, isn't a fine, but, you know. It's pretty easy calculated. Yeah. Like yeah, it is, I, you know, it, I was, it's easy, yeah. Like, it's easy enough to calculate. I mean, you're talking, you literally have to look at the tumble dryer. It'll tell you how many units it uses, mm. how many watts. Um, you multiply that by whatever, I mean, in Ireland, it's 20 cents an hour. Yeah. So to, I'll give you an example, because I love this stuff. <laughs> I like I could tell you down to the penny. Um <laughs> like our shower uses nine kilowatts. Yeah. Right. So it has nine kilowatts. So in other words, one kilowatt an hour is 20 cents. Yeah. Right? So the shower is the most expensive yeah. thing you'll have in a house. So in other words, to give you an example, if I had a shower for one hour, that's nine by twenty is one euro eighty. That's how you calculate it. Yeah. So let's just say your, your electric is 20p, which I'd be surprised. It's probably less. But let's just say it's 20p. And um, I'm going to do this because I think it's right. And hopefully there's someone else going, Jesus, thank God they're talking about tumble dryers. I always wondered how much they were costing. <laughs> uh, you never know. <laughs> average units a tumble dryer uses. You know, because these things are easy done. Um, like they really are. The 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 you know the the. Oh, so here we go. Look, about fifty cents for five. Yeah, like you're talking roughly. Um, you're talking about a euro fifty. So I know you're in England. Mm. You're talking roughly about. A pound. Yeah. Like, let's just stretch it out. Two pounds. <laughs> yeah. Definitely cover one load. 
any day of the week. Yeah, I mean, it's not, you know, yeah, it just annoyed me because I don't, it's not like I take washing there every day. Yeah. You know, it is just my towels and my bedding and I spin them. I do an extra spin on my washing machine so that they're less wet. But I was just, it was because she woke up in a bad mood. And of course I turn up and I get it taken out on me, but my threshold was not good at that point. I'd had a, you know, that was, I'd had a dog walk before that and the dogs were playing up. Then she, my mum argued with me about tumble dryers. Then uh, one of my customers cancelled because one yeah. of her kids got COVID. And I'd been in that house the day before. So I was like, great, now I need to go and get tested, blah, blah. Luckily negative. Um, and then then crisis team. And I, uh, you know, and I just turned up and they were like, oh, you look tired. I was like, I just had one of those days. Actually, I've just had one of those weeks. You know, mm. it's just been a stressful week of stupid stuff going on well you know the whole thing with the guy was not stupid but the rest of it yeah and sort of couldn't wait for sort of the you know just to friday evening i actually couldn't wait for friday evening to come because i could just be like right okay yeah and then i slept actually i didn't wake up till 11 o'clock today so i clearly need i actually slept quite well last night first time in ages because i clearly needed it Mm. And I clearly need to have a bit of a rest and physically my body's really hurting. It's just all my joints are just so sore. Um, yeah. So it's a bit, a bit, bit of a tough time at the moment, but sort of mentally I'm, I'm there, I'm there enough. Um, yes, I had my sort of little moment, but more right. I'm sort of, yeah, I'm okay. Mm. I'm glad that I'm getting the help and I've been really honest and open and like, Hey, look, I really worry about disassociating. Um, And I don't know how you're going to handle it, but you need to do something because I can't keep dissociating and hurting myself. Um, And I can't get rid of everything in my house just in case I disassociate. So yeah, so I'm glad that they're sort of, the person I spoke to was very understanding about that, which I thought was, good because disassociation can be quite hard to understand yeah. um but yeah so I feel like I'm sort of hopefully going to get the support I need for that I'm still waiting for the the course to get on the course the DBT course uh, but it's just waiting lists at the moment and mental um yeah so it's been been all right it's been up and down that's you know yeah, look, it's like anything in life. <clears throat> if you have a plan, if you have a plan and you said, you know, it's not like every plan goes. No. It's not the way it's supposed to be, but it's at least if you have a plan. Yeah. You have some sort of a, a guide that, look, I'm going to do this, this, and this, and this. And it might all turn to shit because that's your time. Yeah. Turn to shit. Yeah. But then it's just trying to get it back on track. It's trying to just get it back up and back on track for what yeah. you want to do. As I said, you wanting to get back into your life, do the things, find out about yeah. you. You know, as you said earlier, like give yourself a little bit more compassion. Yeah. Because no matter who you meet, it's like, um, it's like myself. Right. I won't allow anybody treat me like shit. Yeah. No matter what. 
if they treat me like shit, I just, you're done. And so everybody knows with me, that's my boundary. Yeah, you've got a clear boundary, yeah. Absolutely, like there's no treating me like shit. Yeah, well, I think, I think, I feel like guys think they can treat me like crap. Um, I think they think I'm vulnerable. Mm. Um, and I'm not, I, you know, and I, I really am not, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm very strong in that sense that I, I know I can look after myself if I have to. Um, and I, it does annoy me because I think they just look at me and go, oh, she's, you know, this sort of vulnerable little bird and I, I can mean, sort of push her. You're hitting the nail on the head because maybe, and this is just a maybe, do you know the bird that kind of limps as it's as the fox is coming and the bird limps? Yes, yeah. And then the fox is like, fuck it, I won't eat the chicken, the chicks, I'll eat this bird because yeah. then she flies off. Yeah. Maybe you're portraying yourself as yeah. limp and then they get to see the other side of you. Yeah. So I'm not saying you are, I'm not saying you're not, but yeah. maybe you're coming across as like I because I used to years ago be like, I'm a really nice, like I'm I'm really inoffensive guy. And then they'd see this fucking lunatic. <laughs> and they'd be like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> so I'm just no, saying, yeah. These are all maybes. We're only trying this as it always is, is only I was trying to figure mm. it out. We're not saying I'm not saying I'm right. We're only trying to figure it out. These are maybe I know years ago, like I'll give you an example. I couldn't watch Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. So like, you know, I'm going to the cinema. I'm I can't watch this film. It's too yeah. much for me. Yeah. Oh my God, like how sweet is this guy? Because he can't even watch a, f- a war film. And then I'm a fucking lunatic. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I'm uh, just- yeah, I think I might be subconsciously doing that because I was sort of sat there going, you know, I'm not vulnerable. Why? And I, and I think I must be doing it to a certain level where I sort of just come across subconsciously like I need like rescuing. And then as they sort of get to know me and I get to know them better, my guard comes down a little bit and they get to see the real me. Mm. Um, and, you know, I naturally am, am sort of picking, I mean, with Tinder, like you don't know what you're going to get because it's a photo. So I can't even sort of say like, oh, I'm, I'm sort of naturally picking people with, who've got narcissistic tendencies, people who have mental illnesses, because I don't know that until I meet them. But I am definitely, there's definitely a certain type that I'm sort of gravitating to. And uh, yeah, and sort of subconsciously, I think I'm sort of giving off the broken leg, ill bird kind of vibe. And then all of a sudden change. And I mean, this guy on Monday, he was definitely trying to push me. He was definitely trying to see like what happens if he pushed me. Um, yeah. And I was... Oh, I I had to hold back, had to hold Derek back. That was exhausting. I really had to work so hard to hold Derek back because Derek was going mental. Um, and that's the thing, like that guy doesn't realise what is going on in my head at that moment in time. Like, to be honest with you, I wasn't really 
listening to him, I was trying to have, you know, calm Derek down and have an argument with Derek. Well, not an argument. I was just trying to negotiate with Derek in my head saying, no, 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 we cannot do that. No, I know that he's stressing me out. He's stressing you out. I know we need to look at this rationing. Now, beforehand, a few months ago, I'd have just lost, lost my temper um, with this guy. If you pause there for a sec, that is an improvement then. Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm very conscious of stuff like this. You know, brushing your teeth when you can't brush your teeth is an improvement. Yeah. And it's very important to pause and acknowledge that a couple of months ago you would have acted differently. These are things to acknowledge within yourself because sometimes we don't realize just how far we have come. Yeah, I mean, I, I, my friend today that I went on the dog walk with was like, she sort of said, you should be really proud of yourself because actually you dealt with it amazingly, you know, considering like only sort of three months ago, she's like, you would have probably gone on a rampage. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeah, actually, but you know, it takes a lot for me to acknowledge my own steps forward um because obviously there's more steps backwards and forwards a lot of the time but yeah I mean it yeah I yes I disassociated eventually but the fact that I managed to hold Derek back for as long as I did and actually calm the guy down before then I had my little moment which was you know a moment that nobody is supposed to see those are those moments where it's just me um and my pro and I think actually for the guy, it gave him an insight because he he said that he one of the things he was shouting at me whilst he was in his sort of like meltdown was that he didn't believe my mental health. He didn't believe Derek. He didn't believe any of it. And then he saw it. Um, and I think then it kind of made him realise that I'm not. Why would I do it for attention? Like, yeah. So he saw me at my weakest moment, which people aren't meant to see, you know, but it happened. Um, and like I said, you know, it's took, it's just drained me of energy completely. So yeah, but the fact that I didn't go on a rampage, I think proves how far I've come and that I am in a better place with myself and with Derek. Um, Derek, yeah, I mean, Derek is very upset about everything at the moment, but I'm managing to look after him by listening to him negotiating with him doing things that he likes doing he loves learning so he's loving all the stuff we're doing like with the dogs and stuff um and we, yeah I mean I did my taxes today so that he loved that right, okay. he was well into that because <laughs> it was you know using the brain different um yeah so I definitely feel in a better place like that um with Derek much much more at one with Derek now um and actually funny enough he's sort of changing he's becoming I've noticed sort of recently sort of since Archie being poorly he's very anxious about everything now and he never really wasn't he was not really anxious but now he's more anxious um loss a loss can do that I mean yeah one of the things I I one of the things I I love which is weird position I'm in and at the moment is that is a, 
I believe death is there to teach us to live. Yeah. And I believe, you know, even, you know, not going with my mother, but I've always believed, I've always believed this in, in a sense of if people didn't die, we'd have no appreciation for life. Yeah. But you need to look at it for what it is in a sense of it is a gift. It is short. And you need, in my opinion, you need to mind it and nurture life. Yeah. Because it is short and it does go and that's it. Then it's done. And I think that for me anyway, teaches me that and that you know, you need to look at life for what it is. And Archie, um, his life was there and then his death. And that's life. Yeah. It is, it is in, in its own way, a circle, you know. I see Marley there. And he's fucking blind, not fully blind, but like he can't see too well now. Yeah. You call him and he can't hear you. And he's he's kind of kind of he's not dying at the moment, but he's clearly on the other side of mm-hmm. youth. And you know, a year or two from now, <clears throat> he's going to go. And that's life. That is yeah. just life. You know, some people some people hear when I say it's just life, but it is. It's just life doing what it does. Well, yeah, I think you strip it back. That's exactly what it is, isn't it? Hmm. Um, and I didn't realise sort of how many lessons Archie taught me. Um, and he's still teaching me now. You know, he's teaching me through death how to live, basically. Um, you know, giving me my freedom and... Yeah, and I don't, you know, I I don't feel guilty about that, and of course I still have my moments where I get upset and I cry, and it's you know natural for me to feel that way, and I I have still his beds are everywhere, and I haven't moved anything, and I won't, you know, that's just my way at the moment. Um, but yeah, the fact that he is still teaching me these lessons, and yeah, I mean. And also sort of teaching me about grief as well, that, you know, grief doesn't have an end. Yeah. Um, because it's also, uh, you know, I, I sort of realised the other day that I, you know, it's kind of, though I'm grieving Archie, I'm also grieving my friend that I lost in 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sort of occurred to me that, you know, I'm still grieving that. And then I thought, well, you know, she's buried in like a natural burial ground, like in a woodland. So I went and saw her and had a nice walk in the woods. Um, which was really lovely and I just sat and chatted to her for a little bit and and I haven't done that for years Mm. and you know it's like these are the things that I'm being taught these are the things that I'm learning and I've never been scared of death I have quite a close relationship with death really I mean I've experienced a lot of it in my life we work with animals and a lot of my family members passed away so you know I, I always feel little bit like I have you know a bit more of a relationship with death than most people but it is you know that realizing that life is a gift Mm. um, and you make of it what you make of it you know it you, you can't expect anyone to do that for you it's down to you um and that's a big big lesson big big lesson a massive gift yeah it's a massive gift and it's not free no 
it's not one by three. Like, you know, if you were to, um, if you had a choice in the morning to have never known Archie, which means you never felt the grief, or to know him, and then you're going to go through this again, I'd imagine you'd always know him. Yeah. Yeah, and I've said that, you know, because my ex was like, I'm never going to have another dog because it's too painful losing them. And I said, yeah, but look at how much life Mm. comes before the death. It's, you know, I would never not ever consider not having another dog because of the end result. But I know lots of people that do that. You know, they can't handle the end result. But I'd do it all over again in a heartbeat. I wouldn't even question it. I, you know, my heart is big enough and strong enough to take that heartache mm. um i think it's pretty you know i've proven myself to that that no matter what life chucks at me i can get through it it won't be a straightforward road but what is a straightforward road you know um yeah and then take each each moment and reflect on it and learn from it mm. um and I was feeling really suicidal this week and I had to sort of keep telling myself, no, you know, I, I want to live. I don't. And the only reason I, I would, you know, would say I was feeling suicidal, I think is because of my loneliness more than anything. And I just wanted to like be with Archie and stuff, but I just had to say to myself, you know, he's, he's here, but he's not here in body. Um, I mean, I carry his hair in a locket around my neck now, which helps a lot. Yeah. Um, and I sort of rub it when I get stressed as well. Um, just like a, it's turned into a bit of a weird coping mechanism, but it helps. So, you know, whatever helps, you know? Um, yeah. yeah. So I could never, yeah, I would do it all again in a heartbeat. And the same with my friend that I lost, you know, I didn't know her very long. I only knew, knew her two years, but those two years were some of the best two years of my life. So Yeah. You know, and no matter what your belief, you know, may, you know, maybe I will meet them again at some point. Maybe I won't. But yeah, I'm learning that life is worth a lot more than I think I thought it was. That it is a gift to end right now. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I, I, I definitely. It's a it, look. Yeah. There's a price to pay for being yeah. alive, and the price is suffering. Yeah. And people, obviously, every every species on the planet will avoid suffering um, naturally. But at the same token, then there's a time when you just have to suffer. Yeah. And I'm extremely black and white. Even, even at the moment, my shoulders are fucking killing me because they're, I'm in a, they're clenched. Hence, yeah. Clenched, right? Um, killing me. Um, I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping more, right? Because yeah. I'm, I'm mindful of myself. I'm mindful to make sure I mind myself, right? But you know, like there last week and and the week before, and there was a lot of crying. If I'm being honest, yeah. However, I got up this morning, and like I, I like there the other day, I turned around and I like I'd ring my sisters every day. And the other day I turned around and said, look, you know, with, with, with what's going on, ma'am, there's eight of us in it. That's a lot yeah. of fucking emotion. 
And for me, that's too much. Yeah. So I literally said, look, um, I'm going to ring you once a week. Yeah. I'll ring you on a Sunday. I can't be ringing you midweek. You know, it's just too much. Yeah. Because there's just too much stress. There's enough stress without fucking ringing anybody. And the reason I'm telling you this is this. I'm adjusting the level of stress that's in my life yeah. at the moment. And I'm reducing it. And I'll tell you why. My kids are stressed to fucking bits. Even yeah. though myself and Emma are hiding it the best we can, right? They're picking up on it. Yeah. Fucking picking up on it. My, my, my daughter's, you know, my daughter's picking up on it and she's acting out. My other daughter's getting nightmares at night now again. Yeah. Um, my son is clinging on me. God help him. He's just clinging on me. You okay, daddy? Is everything all right, daddy? And he's giving me little toys in here. I wanted to give you this toy, a little Spider-Man, because he knows I love Spider-Man. I got this for you, daddy. And God help him. He is clinging on me. Yeah. And, and they can't help it because me... Myself and Emma are stressed. Mm. We're not even arguing. Like myself and Emma are not even arguing, but the fucking stress in the house is unnatural, right? Now, the, 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 look, the reason I'm telling you this, it's not like I want to throw in the story. There's always a reason behind my stories. When I got up this morning, I said, right, I can't do anything about the stress of my mother. Mm. There's nothing I can do about that. You know, we all got together and you know, we're going to give her 24-hour care. I'm going to give her one day a week and 24 hours. There's seven yeah. of us in Ireland. You know, I'm trying to box it off and square it up and all that sort of jazz. But either way, like, because she's going to need care. Um, That's fine. I don't mind doing that. But I got up this morning and I said, do you know something? I can do nothing about the stress of what mommy's going through. And I'm going to be there 100% until, you know, I'm going to be there one way or the other, all the way. But I'm determined this week to get my home back to the way it was previous to mommy getting sick. Yeah. Because my children deserve a happy home. And I'm going to do my best. And it's a bastard. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm. I fucking it is 10 times worse than when my father was dying. Yeah. 10 times. There's no getting away. It's horrible. I'm going to, like, at the weekends, I go to bed. I go to bed for an hour during the day. I'm like, yeah. a, I'm like a Spaniard. I'm going for these siestas. <laughs> but I'm just going to bed because I need that little need it. Set. I just need that little, because I'll be honest with you, I'm exhausted. Even, even the podcast Emma's, are you not doing like? Are you not doing the podcast? No. Why? Because I'm a cunt. Like I'll just drop it. I'd be like, "Fuck it." Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's important to do the podcast because it's important, and I know people do enjoy it, and and all that sort of stuff. Um, but you just don't feel like doing anything, don't you? Not you just don't. Uh, no, yeah. No, work is grand, thankfully. But this week I'm determined. I said, this week I'm going to get the house back because I want my children back to the way it was previous to this. And the reason I'm saying this to you is this. Life is shit. And it is shit. Life is shit yeah. at times. 
and I can either let this bury me, I can either let it consume me, and fuck me pink, it does consume you. It just, it's like a blanket, a wet blanket over you. But I'm determined this week to make sure and get my life back in a sense of, I want the happiness in the mornings. Like their Friday morning was the first morning in about two weeks where it was happy because I'm determined to get the happiness, the bit of crack. I'd love having a singing yeah. morning, a bit of a joke with the kids, messing with them, getting them ready for school. Fun. I love having fun in the morning because that's the most amount of time I get to spend with them compared to the evenings. But I want that back. But the reason I'm telling this, the reason I'm telling this is this is I'm going through a fucking nightmare at the moment. I'm going through, God forbid, my mother. We don't know, but like, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We don't know for sure. We'll know. We we don't know. But look, at the end of the day, if it fucking quacks like a duck and waddles like a duck, it has to be a fucking duck. Probably a duck, yeah. Yeah, so... And it's, it is a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. And, and if I was, I'd be lying to say I've cried the most in two weeks more than all of my life put together. Yeah. And I'm letting myself cry. I'm just yeah. going to cry just because I, I can feel the pressure. And as I always say in the podcast, I'm not, I'm a violent type of person. Yeah. And I can feel myself going, I'd love for somebody to start. <laughs> and I'm there going, you can't do this, you fucking mad bastard. <laughs> so I'm kind of, I have to get myself back on track. And that's what I'm going to do. Like, it's not that I'm going to do it. I'm doing it. One of the things I did was I reduced the amount of phone calls I'm going to be making to my sisters once a week instead of once or twice a day. Yeah. That's a huge amount of stress. So, so what I'm doing is I'm instead of letting it get on top of me, I'm planning. Yeah. And that's what you need to do. You have to look at it and go, it's horrible, which it is, but you need to plan it. You need, if you don't plan, you don't know what you're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't. No, like, definitely. Cause you have to, you have to plan these things. Um, and I, 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 I'm only telling you that story. For the purpose of, if you don't plan, it will be chaotic. Yeah. It will, if you don't have something going right, I disassociate, but I'm disassociating when this amount of stress hits me. Yeah. Now, this amount of stress, what can I do about it? That's what I'm trying to say. Like, if my family were ringing me every day, I'd explode on the kids. Yeah. So I got rid of them. Yeah. And as I said to them, I'm not getting rid of you. I'm just, my children are more important to me. Yeah. When all of this is over, I don't want to lose any relationships. But in order not to lose a relationship, I'm putting my phone on do not disturb all week. Yeah. So you can't ring me. <laughs> I will ring yeah, you. Yeah. You can't ring me. It's on do not disturb. I, I, if, my phone is basically like, and that's why I, I, I answered that time. You have to ring me twice to get through to me. Yeah. Then I know it's important. But the point is, is I'm making plans. Same with yourself. If you're disassociating, look at 
you you might not know why you're disassociating, but there's something happening beforehand. Yeah. It's like I get a phone call, um, you know, you know, which is lately, mom is this or mom is that. Yeah. Fuck Jesus Christ. And gee, and and of course your mind is just um this or that or this or it's just all over the place. Whereas if you're eliminating these things and you're structuring them, as I said, don't be ringing me unless it's important. Yeah. If you're disassociating, what's happening just before the disassociation? And then if you deal with that, you might not yeah. solve it. There's no, I'll give you an example. There's no solving what I'm going through at the moment. There was no solving what you went through with Archie. There's no solving some things. You can't fix everything in life. No. But you can, you can sit down with yourself. You can sit with the pain and you can say, right, I can do nothing about this, which I can't. Um, but I can do this. I can do that. Yeah. I can, you know, thankfully work is going okay. And there's certain things you can do. And then like, like what I'm at at the moment. I mean, like, there's, look, I'm back eating the fucking sweets. Yeah. Um, I don't give a shit. At the moment, it's not that I'm, oh, you failed. I've realized when you're in this amount of pain, do you know what actually I've realized? And I love these mentalness, even though I'm going through a lot of pain, I love the epiphanies my brain gives me going, mm-hmm. I was because I was asking my brain the other day, what the fuck are you doing eating all the sweets again? I just want to feel pain. And it was just, that's what I yeah. said. It just went, I said, what? I just want to feel pain. What do you mean? I just want to feel pain. I want to feel sick. It's like, so you're not even eating the sweets because you enjoyed them. No, I just want to feel pain. Yeah. feel pain. What the fuck do you want to feel pain for? Do you not think you're going through enough fucking pain at the moment? This, this would be the dialect I'd have with myself. You don't think you're going through enough fucking pain at the moment, like you know, it's just not the fucking ultimate pain. Yeah, but I just want I just want to feel I have control over it. Yeah. So I'm inducing pain onto myself <laughs> to just feel pain. Feel so, pain. Yeah. So controlling the pain. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just looking at my brain going, this is <laughs> Fucking people do shit to themselves, then, is it? Is this why people do shit to themselves? It's like, well, I'm controlling the pain. Yeah. I'm controlling it. And I'm like, ah, oh, fucking hell. I'm going through enough shit. And I was there going to myself, you may have fucking curbed the sweets. I'm not going fucking back up to the weight again. But either way, I'm just experiencing it. Yeah. Know? And that's life. And that is life, you know. Um, But that is, planet. Try and do well and, and see you're not going to, I'm going to suffer this pain. You're in your pain. Yeah. I'm going to suffer this pain. But at the same token, I have my children. Yeah. I need, you have, you have to have something. Yeah. And if you don't find, you need to find that something that goes, well, I, my drive is my children. And yeah. Emma, of course. And I, you know, that's my drive. So even with the most amount of pain I'm going to go through and, you know, it's only beginning. If you find what's going, what you want, let that be your drive. Yeah. My, well, uh, uh, talking of epiphanies, my drive is me. Yeah. I want to be a better 
set a better person i want to be a better version of myself um i want to like myself i know Mm. that i you know i'm a good person i'm a strong person i'm an intelligent person and i want all of those attributes to be given the you know the limelight which they should be um so that is my drive um and then sort of off of that comes my business you know I want to try and make it work, but if it doesn't work, then I've got the veterinary side that I know I'm good at. So that's my drive at the moment. I mean, it's it's taken me quite a long time to get to that point to sort of go, oh, hold on a minute, hold on, hold on. You're better than this. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm sort of realising that. And I've also sort of like learned certain things that could, you know, like we were saying, like you were saying with triggering the stress now dating is one of them. So I've gone, okay, right. I'm not dating now because I I don't need new people in my life at this moment in time. I've got my group of friends. I've got my family. That's all I need right now. Whilst I sort of push through this part of my life, which is Archie's death, grieving that um winter month like I hate sort of like December January February yeah, I just yeah. you know they just just pants so I I have to sort of get myself through them as well because work can be a bit it can drag when it's cold and damp every day yeah um so yeah my drive is me now is the better version of me because I know she's in there find the compassionate my compassionate self self-care yeah, of course, is gonna, you know, like you're saying with the sweets, I have my moments where I will cause myself pain because I can control it. Um, the self-harming is sort of that. Um, not eating is definitely that. Yeah. That is something I can control. Mm. Um, and it is a, it is a form of self-harm and self-abuse. Um, but my appetite has definitely started to come back in the last sort of two weeks. I've noticed I'm feeling hungry, which is something I would just override before. Um, but I'm actually feeling hungry and I, I am eating more. Mm. Um, and I'm making conscious decisions to eat healthier things as well. Because it's like, well, I feel hungry. Make a good decision, you know, but I will treat myself too. So I'll say to myself, sort of like the weekend, it's kind of like anything goes. So if I want to take away, if I just want to eat chocolate all day, then I will. Um, and that you know, that yeah, that's working quite well. And that's sort of a few negotiations with Derek as well, because you know, I do uh, the treating myself is, is, is sort of helping me realize, you know, that I deserve a treat every now and then I just and I wake up you know so I'll, I'll say to myself tomorrow morning I'll be like right it's Monday today let's get through this week and then when I get to Friday I always I'm grateful that I've got through another week and I will pat myself on the back basically and say hey you did it you got yeah. through another week it was a bit crap but we're here you can now rest you've got the weekend to rest you've got the weekend to do what you want to do and that's how I look at it now. I mean, I, I was dreading weekends without Archie. And this is my sort of second one, I think, since, or third, I can't remember. But this weekend's been okay. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, oh. I haven't, you know, necessarily put many plans in place. But it's been fine. Yeah. So, yeah, just giving myself the pat on the back and then giving myself a bit of self-care. If I want to sleep till 11 o'clock in the morning, I sleep till 11 o'clock in the morning. 
if I want to eat cold Chinese for lunch, I that you know, and that's how I'm I'm going with it. And it's I feel a lot more at ease with myself now. Um, but yeah, noticing like the stress triggers definitely. Um, and one of them actually, funnily enough, is me with people contacting me as well. I was getting a bit fed up of everyone messaging me asking if I was still alive. Um, <laughs> so I was just like, I know you're doing it because you care but it stresses me out because I then know that you're thinking about me in that way Mm. and that stresses me out. So, you know, let me, so now what I do is I message them. So once a day I will message all my friends. I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's enough for them to know. Mm. You know, I have to let you go. Yeah. Um, Because the kids are going to bed. And I want to lie down with them. Yep. But on a part and comment, why don't we both use this week to see how we can nurture? I'm going to nurture myself. Yep. You said you're going to nurture yourself. And why don't we touch base next week and see? Yeah. You know, because look, this is what the podcast is about. It's about real life. And yep. you're going through real life. I'm going through real yep. life. Um, you know, I, like even I'll, I'm going to end it with this because one of the boys in work the other day, like they know in work and whatever. I've always said you should be able to tell a joke about everything. Yeah. Right. My mother rang me the other day because she had an, a she had a brain surgery. She had a there. She's a two point three. She's three tumors on her brain. One of them was two point three centimeters. And they removed as much of it as they could. And I was chatting to her and she said, no, my mother, as you've heard, she's not exactly, you know, <laughs> she's not going to be fucking medicine. Just because <laughs> she's not the type. But she says to me. Oh, I prayed to God that God would take me during the operation. And I said. He mustn't like you. <laughs> what else can you say? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you can joke, is my point. You should be able to find humor. And she, like, laugh because she knows. Yeah. She knows my, I'm not going to get into it with her. I'm not going to yeah. get into it because it's too fucking much. Yeah. But that's my part and comment is you should be able to tell jokes about everything. You know? Everything. Yeah. There's humor in everything. Yeah. There is. There is. I'm going to let, look, let's use this week as a fucking, I'm going to use this week to try and bring my kids back to um, a sense of happiness because the poor little devils, it's just teaching me so much that even though we're not arguing myself and Emma, they're fucking stressed to bits because they're yeah. worried about me. You use this week to try and get yourself back into self-nurturing. Yeah. And let's touch base next week and see if we've made any progress. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, I'm going to go because they're going to go to bed now in a minute. And I do want to lie down with them. Yeah. Um, look, it's all as a pleasure. <laughs> See you soon. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.